Live from our super secret studios above Jacques' flower shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? On 90.7 WLMW, New Hampshire Family Radio. I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester. I am not Richard. This is Greg Mason speaking to you this morning from the Palatial Studios on the top of Doc's Flower Shop in Manchester. In Well, it, it, it's in Pinarville. Ah, ah, sorry, I got that wrong. We're having a great time here. The uh, limo pulled up to my door, 5.30 a.m. this morning, picked me up, and I had the coffee and the beautiful women, as always. I don't know how Rich does it. It's a hell of a nice service, and I thank him for it. Carted me over here, brought me upstairs, sitting in front of the the pewter microphone here at uh, the wonderful studios of uh, WLMW, 90.7 FM here at uh, the Gerard at Large show, and I hope everybody's doing well this morning. Wake up, Manchester. going to be a nice day today, late summer day, and I hope if you're getting ready for work, uh, you're ready to face the day. It's hump day. Got a good Wednesday going on. So good morning to everyone, and we're going to have an exciting program this morning. Got some got some good content to talk about this morning. Rich is off today, and... Uh, the crazy guy that he is, he's uh, giving control of this radio show over to me. Uh, hopefully, we're going to have a fly the ship, uh, fly the airplane, keep it upright, and uh, keep it flying properly. I got plenty of coffee to energize us here. Um, to start off with this morning, there's been in the last uh, week, you've probably heard about the Experian hack. And uh, I wanted to talk about that since cybersecurity is a subject that I deal with on a daily basis professionally. Um, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of dust in the air about what exactly happened, and I thought it might be helpful for people to understand exactly um, more about what happened and exactly what you might want to do about it. Um, Equifax is one of the three major credit reporting agencies, and by hack, uh, you're talking about a, contru- you know, it's, it's a... Uh, it's a slang term that computers have been um, improperly accessed uh, by outside agents uh, that, that have uh, gotten into your system for the purpose of uh, absconding with data. By definition, a hack is something that leaves no trace or is hard to detect at the very, very minimal. Um, a good hack is a hack that you, you don't know happens. Uh, something to bear in mind the next time someone tells you that Hillary's server, there was no evidence that it was hacked. Well, duh, that's the whole thing about a hack. There's no evidence. Uh, if I came to your, snuck into your house and copied a file or two off your PC, how would you know? You wouldn't know. And that's what a hack is all about. Anyway, Equifax um, is one of the three major reporting credit reporting agencies. And it handles data for about 800 million customers uh, and businesses worldwide. Um, so basically, if uh, there's chances are very good that you've got 
uh, a credit record with Equifax. And what happened is, is that between May and June of this year, uh, 143 million people in the United States uh, may have had their names, social security numbers, birth dates, addresses, and probably your driver's licenses accessed improperly by unknown outside agencies. So basically, between May, June, and July, um, which is the time that they discovered it, um, they, at the end of July, they figured out that they were being hacked. Um, somebody downloaded all of that information. Um, the hack also compromised up to 200,000 people's credit card numbers and personal dispute details for another 182,000 people. So basically what happened is, is that, you know, your entire, um, the quality of the information, what makes this hack especially pernicious is that the quality of information that they found or that they got was high. Address, birthday, social security number, um, credit history, um, you know, the keys to the kingdom for your personal identity. And that's what's important to understand. So fundamentally with this information, people can do, um, you know, a, a hacker can do just about anything. I spent two days in uh, cybersecurity class last couple of weeks ago down in New Jersey and um, it took a white hat hacker that is somebody um, who uh, hacks um, as a profession uh, you know does it for um, the good guys so to speak it took one of those guys uh, just under three and a half minutes to get uh, the password the banking the e-banking password for somebody with just an email address to work with. So in other words, this individual provided their email address to somebody and within three and a half minutes, that person, the hacker, had that individual's password for her banking account, for her email online banking account within three and a half minutes. So an impressive um, example of hacking. Now, the reason that that happened is that that person hadn't changed the password in about six years. Um, so for that reason, it's one of the reasons that um, it was so easy to get. And so I'll be covering what you should be doing here in just a minute. But the bottom line is, is that that stuff is out there. Uh, do not believe you, you to be immune, yourself to be immune. You know, every time I go to these conferences and I attend them regularly, I come home and I screw everything down tighter and tighter. Um, because the, the, uh, the ease by which some of these people operate would astound you. Uh, people are, you know, they, we are very sloppy. People tend to be very sloppy about how they keep their information. And that's a huge weakness. Anyway, to continue, um, with, with the information that was taken, thieves can open bank accounts. They can open lines of credit new credit cards. They could even take a driver's license, open a driver's license in your name. Um, you can, they can, you know, they can steal your tax refund. They can swipe your social security check. Um, you know, they can make a mess of your life, your digital life. Um, and, and so it's very important that you take this in this, this hack very seriously. Um, so, you know, if, if, you know, if I'm putting the fear of God into you, I mean to, because this is very, very serious stuff. Um, you should take immediate action. And the first thing you guys, people have to understand is that 
the biggest weakness in this whole cybersecurity thing is people. Um, there's a thing called cyberspace in the world, but there's also a thing in the technology business that people that we call meat space, which is human beings. And basically the people space is, is the biggest weakness because people can be manipulated. And so um, when it comes to this kind of problem, you, you, and, and it's a, it is a total pain in the butt, but it's the price you got to pay for the convenience of being able to pay your bills online and do credit card transactions, all those other wonderful things. All of that comes with a price, and the price in this case is to be diligent about changing your passwords and keeping good passwords. The people I'm talking to that's in the, within the sound of my voice right now, I guarantee you 90% of them haven't changed their passwords forever. All right, And I guarantee that half of them have you know, uh, their kids' names or their their you know their birthday their birthday spelled you know backwards or password did you did you know Josh fifty percent the most popular what's what's the most popular password in the United States right now what do you think it is and the winner is the most popular password yeah it wouldn't be password or something uh, something simple like yes. that would it password one two three is it really it, it really is Ugh. that's the most popular password. Password one two three isn't that the password that Podesta used when he got hacked by the uh, in the Democrat National Committee? He had you know something like password with a with an at sign for an A or something like that. It's just um, it's I mean it, this is this is the equivalent of putting your wallet into the into your sneaker on the beach. You know I mean what what criminal mind could ever hack that could ever decipher that citadel of security right on the beach? What do you think, Josh? What do you use for password? Is it? Don't tell me. It's. Oh, you want me to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> do you use password one two three? I do not. Oh, good. Yep. Good. All yep. right. So, all right, we I'm, have one good secure. Yeah. Three, two, one. Right. I'm part of the one percent. That's good. Yeah. A lot of people. So, but the bottom line is, is that when it comes to password, you got to use. Something that's not even remotely connected. Not your kids. Not your dog. Not your wife. Um has to be something that you know is easy to remember one one trick is to use a nursery rhyme with non-standard characters in it something that you can remember uh, a company slogan is another good idea but not a company that you're related to so if there's a you know is a, a favorite product something that you like to use that you can um you know that you can use the slogan from and put special characters into it special characters are critical um, you want to use uh, upper and lower case. Uh, you want to change it off in at least twice a year. Huge hassle. I get that. And I'm not trying to, you know, undermine that, but, or I'm not trying to touch that lightly because it's a, I have to do it and it's a total pain. However, it's got to be done. Uh, it's the first, the first line of defense that you guys have is to change your passwords and keep changing them, uh, and make them difficult to guess at because, um, what happens is, is that as passwords, a lot of times passwords get snipped on social media. Um, you use the same passwords on the web with places, and they get picked up on the web, and that's how a lot of these passwords end up on the dark web. Now, when people refer- reference the dark web, what are they talking about? The dark web is is uh, a common area of the, of the Internet that is not accessible through the search engines, and it's typically accessible only through um, specialty um, 
mechanisms using a, a product like Torrent. Um, basically, it's an area of the web that is not commonly accessible, and it, it doesn't get scanned by search engines. So if you're looking for information on the dark web, you've, you really have to know where to go to find it. Um, similar to, you know, if you're looking for certain nefarious uh, illegal activities in town, um, you're not going to find them listed in the phone book. You're not going to find them advertised on a billboard. You have to know where to go. And so the same thing is true with the dark web. When they people refer to the dark web, uh, they're, they're referring to something that you're not going to pick up on a browser. They're, you're not going to, you know, Google, um, geez, you know, where can I find, um, you know, this illegal activity. You, you have to have the, um, the smarts to know where to go. And so that's why they call it the dark web because it's not, um, you know, it's not searchable. Dogpile, Google, uh, you, you can't find it on the web through the normal search engines. So that's why it's known as the dark, quote-unquote, dark web. Um, so the, the key, I, I want to come back to how to solve some of these problems or how to address them. Change your passwords. I've hit that. Um, understand that recovering from identity thefts could take months or even years. And nobody, no one is responsible for clearing up this mess but you. So there's nobody going to help you. If you end up with... Um, stolen identity, you and you alone are the person responsible for for cleaning up the mess. Believe me when I tell you, I've sat through presentations with FBI agents who have had their identity stolen. They can't get it cleaned up. Policemen, they can't get it cleaned up. If you sit, you know, I've I've sat and listened to special agents through from the FBI, from the uh, Secret Service in one case, that are fighting this, um, fighting uh, identity theft problems in their own lives, and they're having trouble getting it cleaned up. So even government people, are, you know, are struggling to get this solved. Don't let this happen to you. I've got more coming up. Please stay tuned. You're listening to the Rich Gerard Show, Gerard at Large. I'm Greg Mason, sitting in for the taking the day off, Rich Gerard. <laughs> 